Welcome to the City Confessions. I'm Marianne Yip, a native New Yorker, and I'm here to discuss all the thoughts that go to the minds of people living in New York City. Since I'm a native who was born and raised in a city that never sleeps, I come across people who are constantly in a rush. I would like to take a moment to sit down and talk about what's on their minds and what keeps them up at night. So sit back and let's dive into these confessions of people I know and people I just met. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the City Confessions. Today is the last episode wrapping up season six, which is honestly so crazy because it really made me realize how much I love doing this. And it's been three years in the making. And yeah, it's just insane. Uh, Today's episode is also the 127th episode, which is such a special one. I didn't plan it, but my birthday is on January 27th, so obviously 127 has significance to me. But with that being said, I'm just going to dive into this episode. And for those who don't know, every time I do a solo episode, I just kind of talk about whatever, <laughs> whatever comes to my mind. And because it's November, you guys are listening to this, yeah, the last day of November or whenever you are listening to this, whether it's in the future or not, I always feel like towards the end of the year, I get this feeling of, you know, sitting down, analyzing my life and just seeing who I was in the beginning of 2021, who I am right now, what I've learned and just yeah, the lessons I've learned and the changes I've made, the breakthroughs I've had. So I just want to dive into it. And I think one thing to remember is that time is just relative, right? I mean, we all have different perspectives on how we see time. Sometimes you can say that a day goes by so quickly and other days you you feel like it's just been dragging. So it's really interesting just to see that because when I look at 2021 as a whole, I do feel like it went by quickly, but I also do feel like it played out the way it was meant to be. Like I definitely do feel like we had 11 months of the year so far, but enough about time. Let's just, again, dive deep into this episode. So one thing I wanted to talk about was that throughout this year, I have always been really independent, really self-aware, and have been on my spiritual and self-development journey. But the one thing I've realized, I don't know if it was through therapy sessions or just my relationships in general, but I have been constantly looking for people to fill me in relationships and I didn't realize that because I always have been the type of person to really value relationships and I put 110% and I'm not particularly referring to romantic relationships, I'm referring to friendships and even professional relationships. 
And relationships should be two-way streets. We know this. But I felt like there was this struggle with wanting to be an open book, but also being selective with the information I would disclose. Whenever I would go on brunch dates with my friends, I feel like I would just spill everything that was going on in my life, which is fine because that's what friends are there for. But when I would do that, it wouldn't necessarily be about career. It wouldn't necessarily be about goals. Don't get me wrong. I would touch a little bit on those topics, but most of the time it was always about, you know, love and relationships and guys and who I was dating and this and that. And if you do know my dating journey, it's been a whirlwind and it's been up and down. And I just felt to a certain, at a certain point that I would tell all my friends, all my business. And then when things would end or just like, yeah, when things wouldn't really stick or there was just changes, I would have to obviously update them and when I was doing that I was like why am I doing this right do I trust my friends of course is there that level of safety in relationships in my friendships yes absolutely I mean that's why I'm friends with these people but I started to think back I started to take a step back actually and I was like wow when I do this when I am asking my friends for advice when I am telling my friends every little detail of my relationships what does that actually do right because the effect of that is that I am outsourcing my intuition to others and therefore my trust in myself decreases So when I had that light bulb moment, I made a conscious decision moving forward that I would be selective with what I disclose. And sometimes this isn't even intentional, but when you ask for advice or not ask for advice and you simply just talk and when your friends respond, Of course, everybody has their own opinion. It is really, really, really difficult to say something that is just, you know, like a third party view, like very factual, no attachment to to what you're saying because everybody has their own experiences and perspectives. And I started to realize that other people's, you know, whether it's judgments or feelings or feedback or, or basically their opinions would bleed into my own thoughts and into my own experiences. And therefore, it wouldn't truly be how I felt. And I've always been a feeler. So don't get me wrong. Even if some people tell me certain things, if I feel a certain way, I'm just going to go with that gut. But I just realized, okay, I can't keep doing this because I need to truly, truly, truly trust myself. A woman's intuition and our gut feeling is so powerful. And anytime I do not give it the correct attention, 
the full attention it deserves, that's when shit goes downhill. Anytime you abandon yourself, that's when you get, you realize that afterwards. You're like, mm, why did I feel that way? Oh, because I had that feeling and I ignored it. And that feeling is so vital for our survival because I feel like it protects us. So that's the one, I think, main lesson I've learned is to stop looking for people to fill main relationships and to trust myself more. And with all that being said, I still love my friends dearly. I'm just more selective in like what I choose to say. And I feel like I learned that it's not bad to do that. And you can keep things to yourself, at least for like the beginning when you're still figuring things out. So I had this thought, like this is my life and I'm going to figure things out on my own because I'm totally capable of doing that. And when and if I choose to allow others to know what's happening, then, you know, so be it. But for now, I'm just, you know, keeping things to myself because I also know that that is doing a service to my intuition. So the second thing I wanted to talk about was boundaries. I, I've always had a struggle with setting boundaries because it was something that I felt was very uncomfortable to do. And I realized once I started to understand what my triggers were, I needed to learn to set boundaries to, again, protect myself. And every time I am triggered, I take a step back and I'm like, why is this triggering me? And then I realize all of all of our triggers are parts of us and whether we acknowledge or reject them none of them represent the whole part of us right it's just a tiny 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 section of us because it has been ingrained in us whether it was from childhood whether it was from a present moment a toxic relationship Anything happening in the past that is still somewhat unhealed, that's that's a good thing, right? When we have triggers, it's such a positive uh, gift in a way because it allows us to look within to see, okay, what are the parts that we still need to work on? And what is this even how is this affecting our ego? Because oftentimes I feel like triggers, and our egos, they're like kind of best friends, you know, they have this weird relationship and understanding what those triggers are have allowed me to set boundaries. And speaking of boundaries, I don't know if it's because I'm turning 30 next year, but I, and going back to what I was talking about in relationships and, you know, like not, not feeling the need for others to fill me, I think they both relate. I'm just so much more comfortable with who I am and I do not need a big 
a circle of friends. Like I think I have a lot of friends, but for me to call somebody, you know, quote unquote, my best friend or somebody who I like genuinely trust and love, that number has decreased this year. And I think it's all part of life. It's part of growing and evolving. And it it goes with the seasons of your life. And honestly, what's serving you at the moment. I think we don't realize that we're changing every single day. We're learning more about ourselves every single day. There's no way you can be the same person. And if you're talking about it daily, it's hard to think about that it's the same thing as if you look at yourself in the mirror you don't think your face or who you are is changing but if you look at it you know three months four months a year then you're like whoa I look different or I was such a different person and this can be you know mentally emotionally spiritually and that's what's interesting about life you cannot stay in the same place and comfort is just It's just not where you're going to grow. And I always say, you know, the beautiful lessons and parts of us that we have yet to discover is in the other side of fear and discomfort. And that's why I embrace it. So I do think I'm becoming more in tune with what makes me happy. And I don't give a fuck. about what others think or say because honestly life is way too short to allow other people's opinions affect the quality of your life and also I moved into my own apartment this year and I feel like I'm really 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 becoming so in tune with who I want to be And who I am presently, because I think we all have an idea of who we should be. And we need to be able to see if that version truly, truly aligns with with our higher self. Because if there's a discrepancy in those visions, I guess you can say, then then you need to... You need to turn inwards and like figure out what the root of that of that uh, disconnect is because I feel like you would just know as like you know simple as that sounds it really does come down to okay my higher self is x you know is this way and how I am now and what are the habits and actions that I can make to make sure that that I'm on the same on that path of reaching that I feel like I'm going on a rant so I hope that (laughs) I hope it all makes sense but honestly I'm just speaking my mind I feel like my stream of consciousness is just flowing right now I feel like my podcast has always been just this raw format and platform for me to speak because at the end of the day I just want to be heard and I'm sure all of you just want to be heard. So thank you for sticking by me. And the third thing I want to talk about is happiness. So for those who have been listening to my podcast for a while or even one episode or if you haven't, either way, 
I always ask my guests, how do they define happiness? Is it a simple question? Yes. But I actually have this question in my mind years ago. I was like looking back at one of my old emails to a friend or to somebody. <laughs> and I was like, I want to add, like I wanted, I've always wanted to do something. And it's funny because I don't think podcasting was a thing back then. This was literally 10 years ago. But I remember being like, I want to ask people or like, I want to dive deeper into simple feelings of life and like success. Like what is, what is success? What is happiness? And literally 10 years ago, I, I wanted to explore that. And now it's such a pivotal question in my podcast, but I wanted to take a step back to answer my own question because I'm always the one asking my guests. And it's so interesting to see what they say. And I do think a running theme is, you know, it's not about how much money you make. It's not about the job you have. And for me, I realized, you know, no one is responsible for my happiness but me. And I think oftentimes again, wow, it's like a, a loop. Going back to my first lesson of the year, it's like I was I was looking for other people to make me happy. I would want the people that I'm dating. I'm like, you're supposed to make me happy. You know, like I have needs and I have wants. I'm like, why aren't you fulfilling them? And I feel like subconsciously when I would go out with friends, it would be the same way. It's like, okay, I want to grab brunch with you because I believe that time, like I should, you know, get something out of it. I don't know. I guess like <laughs> I looked at happiness as a very selfish act or feeling. Like I didn't truly understand what happiness was. I always thought it, I thought other people had that power. And recently I realized if I want to be happy, I have to choose to be happy. And the biggest progress I've made this year is cultivating this mindset that I have today. And yes, it's because I fell into affirmations and I went deeper into meditation and, and just being so comfortable with my mind and, and my thoughts. And sometimes that can be scary and uncomfortable, but I, I would sit with it and I would go with it and I would just be like, you know, whatever comes up, let me let me tackle that, right? Because people ignore it. People don't give a moment to themselves to understand what their soul is seeking for. And it's sometimes our inner child. And, you know, I can talk more about this and I literally can just go on and on. But in summary, I've just been creating an open and safe space for myself so that other parts of myself from the past can, you know, knock on the door and say, this is how I'm feeling. And I wasn't heard when I was eight and, you know, I was insecure when I was 13 and 
I didn't get love and attention when I was 14. And, and those parts of us and now being older, I feel like I'm offering more grace and compassion to my younger selves or, you know, to my unhealed selves. And I think that's the main reason why I'm so grounded today. And I'm so confident. <laughs> I feel like I didn't say that confidently. I am confident. I am comfortable. I think those are the two words that I want to say in terms of mindset and like being. I just feel very, very, very sure of, of all of that. And it's because I trust myself. And I trust my gut and I trust where I'm at in this part of my life because I know exactly, I know that this is exactly where I should be. So those are my three lessons of the year. And I hope those are things that you can all consider and think about and maybe even ask questions about your life and how, you know, you were in the beginning, how you are now, how you can choose to be happy what are your triggers? How are you approaching relationships? You know, all of that. I think it's really, really important to just be self-aware. Like self-awareness is, that's my superpower. That's another question I ask my guests. I'm like, what's your superpower? I think that's my superpower. I'm so self-aware. And I'm not saying this in like a, oh, you know, in like a egotistic way, but truly, Self-awareness can take you places that that, that, you, that you'd be surprised to, to see. Uh, with that being said, of course, you know, my podcast is called The City Confessions. I'm really, uh, I don't know, I didn't really plan a confession. So I'm trying to think because I do have updates, like life updates and things that I'm working on. But that's not really a confession. That Those are just life updates. Okay, let me think. Um, I feel like it has to be about relationships because it's always about relationships. I think my confession is that I struggled greatly with being trusting in relationships and having past experiences affect current experiences and I know that I have listened to a lot of podcasts and like read certain articles and books and like I've done all the the quote-unquote work or research on on how to change an avoidant anxious attachment style to a secure one and with therapy and, and like all of that I've done all of that but I felt like I couldn't get there and I almost felt oh this is just how I am you know like I won't ever fully be able to like trust people and when I say people I'm talking about men and I think my confession is that I am I've let that go I've let that old narrative go I've let that old version of myself go and I'm truly at a place where I'm not seeking validation or approval from 
others and, and men specifically because I truly love myself and I, I know that sounds so you know like oh my god but that's it has taken me a really 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 long time to get here like to truly be like this is who I am every single part of me makes me me and there came a point you know when I was saying like my affirmations and doing my meditation where I was like oh it clicked Everything clicked. All the things that I was saying in my mind, all the things that were coming up, I was like, oh, this makes sense now because this is who I am. And again, I can go on about this, but we're just all avatars. We're all these beautiful souls in these bodies. And you need to like take away all the external and like dig deep like the way I see it is like our souls are I don't want to say trapped but think of it in like a bottle or a jar right like that's who we are it's in the jar the jar is just what's protecting us really right so like look at the jar as like your body but like what is in the jar? <laughs> I don't know if I just sound crazy right now, but truly. So I've had that moment when I started to understand the ingredients in that jar. And those are the parts that make me me. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, I get it now. And therefore, if I meet other people or whatever the case is, it's like, I know myself, you know, I don't need you to tell me how to love myself or anything because I already have that. And like any other person that I meet, and again, talking about men, it's like you're just adding to that and and adding to it in a, in a good way because I'm already full. So that is my confession that I feel like, okay, let me rephrase. I think my confession is that I think I'm I'm actually in a place to like receive and give love. And in the past, I think the idea of a relationship was very appealing to me, but I don't think I fully was capable of actually giving myself to somebody and actually receiving love from somebody because there were still so much, so many areas and parts of me that I needed to work on and I'm not saying that I'm fully healed we as humans will never be fully healed but I'm at such a good place to be like wow all of the block blockages that I had in the past have been not necessarily you know resolved but they have been acknowledged and that's the main thing acknowledging it doing the work and then you can honestly just move on and live your life. So yeah, that's my confession. And quick life updates. So I've been doing the podcast for three years. But you know what? I have this moment where I'm like, I think I have a beautiful thing going on. So shout out to all of you who are listening. But I need to step it up. So 2022, your girl is going to revamp 
her podcast because I feel like I was doing, I don't want to say the bare minimum, but I was doing, I was doing it. You know? I was checking it off my to-do list and now I want to take it up a notch. I think I'm playing with the idea of doing videos so I can repurpose the content, maybe even on YouTube, on Reels, on LinkedIn, whatever the case is. If I'm already going to be recording it, then I should I should make sure that I'm using that content in like the most efficient way possible. So that's coming up. My book is coming up next year. I teased this in a previous episode, but yes, it's in the printing stages. I'm so, 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 so excited. It's about relationships, love, self-development. Honestly, everything that I spoke about in this episode, I don't know when the launch date is yet, but I'm so excited because I've always wanted to be a writer. And this is what happens when I keep talking, I'm just going to ramble. So I need to make sure I wrap it up. We have one more month of December. I'm taking a break. I will start 2022 strong with season seven. Seven is actually one of my favorite numbers. So with all that being said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. Honestly, I hope you feel the love, the light, the, you know, badass vibes that I want to send to you because we're all powerful and we all have a purpose and we need to recognize that because I didn't recognize that before and now I do and I want all of you to (laughs) have an amazing holiday happy new year it's so weird to say that (laughs) and I will see you all for season seven in 2022 all right bye